to the Entrepreneurial CPA Show, some of our special COVID-19 episodes. Here, still with the knowledge you need to break through the box and punch above your weight. As always, I'm Garrett Wagner, your Entrepreneurial CPA Channel co-host, and we've got some more special guest co-hosts as Dr. Sean is still locked down in quarantine in New Jersey. Now, we've got a returning guest from our podcast. We have Amy Franco. She's a business development strategist, keynote speaker, and prize-winning author. She consults with a wide range of CPA firms on business development, which is so critical, helping them accelerate their own growth. Her book, which is a great read, you got to check it out, The Modern Seller is an Amazon bestseller, and she was also named a LinkedIn's top 10 sales voices. Amy, welcome back. Hey, Garrett. Thanks so much for having me back. It's good to be here. Yeah, I know. And I figured, you know, as we talk about how do we deal with all the outbreak from COVID-19, you were someone that I always enjoy it to say, and this is such an important time with how do firms focus on this huge change that's happening, interact with their clients, do some of that selling, but not feel like salesperson. You're overwhelmed, but these skills are so, so important. And I wanted to hear from you and from your thoughts and opinions and share them with everybody else. Yeah, absolutely. It's good to be here. So what do you think firms need to do today to help deal with what's going on and not be salespeople, but be solution providers? Yeah, yeah. So I think there's there's a couple things going on here. First is just as either you're running a firm or you're part of a firm, there, there's your own own stuff you have to deal with. Maybe you've been transitioned to a, a remote home office. You're no longer necessarily seeing clients face to face like you might be seeing them at, at this time of the year. So it's it's partially getting our own headspace straight, and then also really thinking through how do I be of service to my clients. That part of it doesn't change. It's, it's always that, how can I be that trusted advisor to my clients? But now the circumstances are a little bit different in that they have a lot of things vying for their attention. So part of our job is to help cut through the clutter to connect with them and also help them to cut through and really decide and prioritize what's most important to their, their business and to their people right now. So if you can hone in on that, reach out to connect with them, understand what's the highest priority for them right now that you can help them move forward with. So that ties into your expertise or your, your solution set, the combination of solution set and meeting their needs is what's going to help you rise above the noise and connect with them. And that's really important. I know we had another guest on Ed Kless just last week. And to your first point, he said, it's like being on the airplane. They say, you know, put your face mask on first and then help each other out. So it's good it's analogy and the same thing of you saying like, Hey, get yourself set first. Yeah. Because we, part of our job is to be that confidence in the chaos, if you will, if we're calm and confident and helping them to, to stay focused, that's going to help us not, not only to, you know, provide a service or to provide a solution at this point in time, this is how they'll remember you for the long term, and you can build that long term relationship. Not not just not just in the midst of what's happening here in this immediate crisis, but what can we be doing to maintain the relationship for the long term? So, in your book, The Modern Seller, you talked a lot about how we need to rethink our roles as CPAs. So, what do you think we can do? Just step one to feel more confident in now, really, in a way, selling a service to the clients versus just helping them for free here. Yeah, yeah, there, there's, there's a line here. It's, um, I think there's a lot of noise out there right now of people offering things for free. Free advice, 
free white papers, free, you know, thoughtware on, um, on social media, uh, thought leadership out on social media. So I think we have to be really discerning about what we're doing for, for free and what we're doing on a fee basis. Um, so the idea of taking a look at your immediate client pipeline, start there. Take a look at your immediate client pipeline and take a look and, and organize into which clients might have a very immediate need and still moving forward with things that you can help them with, what clients might be really struggling? So what are some of the industry sets? So if you have clients that are like, say, in hospitality, or they are in the travel industry, those are going to be really, really hard hit. And you may need to set those aside and focus on the ones that you know you can provide an immediate service to. So take a look at your pipeline and get really clear on the clients that are in there and which ones you can help and which with a fee type of service. And there might be some that you may not be able to help with a fee service at this point in time. They may not be in a position to do that. And that's a really good point because right now I think we all feel like it's just this fire hose that's yeah. bigger than we could possibly handle. I think you have a great point. It's important to remember, focus on your key clients, your pipeline, whoever it is. So a lot of times your top 20 clients are the ones that can afford to pay you even in these times. Take care of them first. Charge a fee for that. Charge a fee for that service to help them be successful and move past it. Now, what do you say? You do a ton of coaching. What do you say to those CPAs that just always hesitate to like, they do this great phone call and then they just never say like, oh, there's going to be a price to that or there's going to be a fee to that. How do you help them get over that hump? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so to your point on the top 20 clients, your top 20 clients, you've already been working with them. They, they know you, they trust you, you have a strong relationship with them. They will likely very much expect to pay a fee because you've been working with them on a fee basis up until this point. Um, when, I'm, when I'm working with you know, coaching clients and we're talking about uh, that type of scenario, if, if it's a struggle to position something that is on a fee basis, I would be going back and looking at your proposal. What is it that you're proposing to them and how can you tie what you propose to what's most valuable to them? So this is, this is kind of some of the, the uh, business development 101. Are you asking the right questions to really uncover what their biggest issues are, you know, whether it's related to this immediate crisis or not? And are you creating a proposal that matches your expertise and your solutions to what it is that they're trying to solve so they can see a natural connection between those two things? Um, and when we are business developers, so it is our clients and prospects do expect to pay a fee for our services. Now, some might be more fee sensitive than, than others, and that's where some discernment needs to come in as to whether they're actually the right prospect or client fit for you. But I always match value to what it is that you are um, what, what the service or expertise that you're positioning and be confident in putting forward your fee. That's, that's great advice there. I really like that. You know, how do you position yourself? It's so, so important. We talk about that a lot. Positioning yourself from your brand, your firm's brand is really important. And just how you talk to your clients. Right, so, Amy, right. Because if you are coming out of the gate with. You can go, keep going. Oh, sorry. If you're coming out of the gate with something that is either discounted or free, and let's say that this is a new prospect, you are 
probably never going to be able to position value to them as a future client because they, we now have established an expectation that something free or discounted. So the, the lifetime value of that client is going to be a challenge if you're doing that out of the gate with the prospect. And that's important to know. It's always important to remember like on the CPA side, exactly that, how the client thinks about that. When you say free, we feel like, oh, like I don't feel comfortable saying it, but you're discounting your value so much. Yeah. It's really hard to overcome that. Absolutely. Also, Amy, you know, one of these challenges right now, we've got so much going on, like you and I were just talking about. We're trying to help our clients with immediate needs. What's your advice on trying to do any kind of cross-selling or finding out other tangential projects? Should we hold off or should we ask more questions? Yes and yes. So, <laughs> and here's why I answer it in this way. It, go, it goes back to um, segmenting your, your client pipeline. So as you're segmenting your client pipeline, there may be some clients for there in really hard hit industries, they may not be in a position to talk about cross-servicing, cross-selling, or future, um, future projects. You may need to hit the pause button on them. But there will be clients in your portfolio who are moving forward on projects. And they are in need of the immediate expertise that you have or the tangential uh, expertise that you have. And, and here's, I'll, I'll give, you a, give you a few sentences to, to help tee that up. So as you're looking at your client list and you're making calls into your clients, what you might do is have a conversation with them that offers them a choice. So, you know, client A, tell me a little bit about where you are right now. Are you uh, moving forward with priority projects or are you in a spot where you are pausing because of what's happening immediately with this crisis? And let them answer the question. And that's going to help you determine, okay, can I move forward in having a conversation about potential other services or solutions, or do I need to hit the pause button? And if they do need to hit the pause button, then I might say something like, all right, I completely understand where you're at. What might be a good time for us to reconnect? What does your timetable look like? Let them answer that question, and then you can make a note of when to reconnect. So it, it's, a, it's a conversation that helps with the decision-making process, it's not being salesy. It's helping them to think through their process so that you can either hit, hit pause with them or they're ready to move forward and talk about projects or you uncover other potential uh, needs in their business. You can feel confident moving forward and having a conversation because they're ready to have the conversation. And I think that's also really important right now where our clients are just like us drinking from this fire hose, which is overwhelming. Help them pause yeah. and kind of think through, okay, have I even thought about that? A lot of clients haven't. They're just kind of like, how do I deal with all this millions of different things to pause and say, okay, you know, where am I right now? And maybe you can help them clarify that direction a little bit to see either you're moving forward or you're going on pause. And what can I do to help you? Yeah. And I, um, I'd be curious on what you're seeing with some of your clients. Probably about three weeks ago, give or take, it was just kind of chaotic, very reactionary people figuring out, uh, work at home type of arrangements, other things happening in their business. So there was this time of just total reaction. Now with some clients, I'm seeing them sort of normalize out a little bit. And I've actually had a couple of prospects that I had to pause on. I actually have had them come back to me um, and say, you know, we've kind of normalized out a little bit. We're ready to continue our conversations on, we're ready to pick back up 
with the conversations that we had a couple of months ago. So industry dependence, but I am starting to see some of the normalization come around. And I'd be curious on what you're maybe seeing with some of your, your clients or what, what your clients are telling you. Yeah, you know, pretty similar. It's been, it's been phenomenal, fascinating to watch. Some of our more successful clients were hit super hard and some of our more bigger successful clients aren't hit at all. But yeah, we are starting to see them kind of start to come around with a sense of normalcy to know like, pause, breathe, where am I? Yep. And yeah, some are kind of coming back to, hey, we talked about this a month, a week, three months ago. And we've even started to see a few come to us and say, hey, I've, I've kind of realized I need help with X, Y, and Z. Um, yeah, I'm seeing that too. And I, and I do have a couple of prospects and clients that are in some harder hit uh, industries where I, I reached out to all of my prospects, my top prospects and my top clients within about the first two weeks or so of this happening. And I do have a couple that are continuing to hit the pause button. And where we have left it was, let's continue to stay in touch over the next quarter. Let's help see how things unfold. And then we could make some decisions together about what makes sense is a go forward plan. Now, let's say, you know, using words like prospects assumes a CPA firm tracks that thing. Let's say you're a CPA firm that's behind the curve. You don't have prospects. Should you at least yeah. reach out to your current clients and touch base with them? 100%. And it, take a look at your client list and go through each, each client in your list and make sure that you're connecting with them. You know, first is, you know, they're a client. Check in on them. How, how are you doing? What's uh, hopefully, you know, family, friends, colleagues are, are doing okay. And how are you adjusting to everything that's happening? So checking in on them. And then also, this is an opportunity to, if you have an active engagement with them, this is an opportunity to evaluate where things are at with that engagement. If you don't have an active engagement with them, it might be an, uh, an opportunity or it is an opportunity to say, what are maybe your top three priorities at this moment in time? pause and listen to what they have to say. Some of it may have, have something to do with what the product or service that you sell, the expertise or solution that you sell, some might not. So you might be able to help introduce them to others that can help, those sol help them solve those problems. Or if it's something that falls in your wheelhouse, that would, be a, um, that would be an indicator to go forward with that conversation and learn a little bit more. Yeah, I think that's really important, like, you know, because some of the challenges, you know, how do we move from this technician to the solution provider? And just asking your clients, what are your top three priorities right now is very solution focused. And like we said, sometimes those might not be you. If the three things aren't you, great, still help provide them to your client. You're still going to be seen in favorable terms. First, you just don't call because you know, like, oh, I can't help them with what they need right now. Right, right. So, and, and this, is, this is an opportunity to be, um, to be out and forward facing and not to hide back. So sometimes our instinct, uh, especially when we're talking about, you know, current clients, per, prospective clients, business development, our instinct is to sit back because we don't want to be a bother is sometimes the, sometimes the, the words that are in our, in our minds we might feel like we're being a bother or we are not being helpful to them. I think that's the worst thing that we could do is to shrink back. At a minimum, it's checking in with our clients to make sure that they are okay personally, that they're, you know, that they're doing well. But if we're forward in the market, we are gonna be much better positioned to be successful when we do come out on the other side of this because we have stayed front and center with them in a way that's helpful in a way that's helpful. So if your instinct is to sit back, 
you have to kind of get past that discomfort and make sure that you're reaching out to each of your clients. I love it. I think that's so important right now, just touch base and overall, what are your top three priorities right now, especially as we move past April 15th, CPAs have some more breathing room, yeah. things settle down, start touching those clients, ask each one that, you know, we're here to help. What are your top three priorities? It's not going to hurt you. It's only going to benefit your business and your practice. So Amy, we're almost out of time. Any final tips on how CPAs can be more of a modern seller in today's just truly crazy times? Yeah, so I would say your ability to have agility for yourself and also to show that agility to your clients and your prospects. And one way that you can do that, we alluded to it a little bit earlier, see how you can help your clients and your prospective clients, help them to cut through the noise. What can you do to be helpful to them, to cut through the noise, to think through their priorities, give them that space to think about where they want to head in the future and be that confident, trusted advisor that they're expecting you to be. And you will be successful on the other side of this. Perfect. Amy, thank you for the time. Thank you for being our, our guest co-host today. And I love that last kind of point, just be agile and help your clients more than anything. So thank you for tuning in, everybody. Don't forget, you can click to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Any questions, you can reach out to me on social media. I'll pass them along to Amy as well. You can reach out with her directly. I'll tag her in all the social media posts. And as always, we challenge you to take action today to change the world and invest in yourself.